0: San Francisco Dam is a solo psychodramatic performance art storytelling podcasting platform.
1: Hey everybody, it's Wednesday, June 30th, 2021. Happy birthday, happy birthday to you. It's somebody's birthday all around the world. There are 50 states and 43 countries listening in to your daily Tough Love Comechathon from San Fran, V.C.'s Kami an IA. Well, it's the coldest summer in San Francisco right now. This is the weather I like for the summer. And new listeners, welcome. Regular listeners, I love you. It's gray and blustery. The temperatures are currently 61 degrees Fahrenheit, but it seems much cooler because it's that west wind that has been coming tough for the past two months, knocking things over. The west wind is now 20 miles an hour. It's grayish white. The junkies and the freaks and the dealers on the street are not smug today. Because when you are outside in San Francisco in this type of weather, it seems much colder than the temperatures are. They're not frolicking. And the sun, the sun's not coming out today. No, it's not. And new listeners, I use the Cambridge Dictionary definition for junkie. That's someone who cannot stop taking drugs slash narcotics. Well, everybody, you know, this is your common sense place, your tough love zone. I covet here. That's that's my lane. I, I lean deeply into common sense, tough love kvetching. It's just a part of my artistic expression, and it's been a really good one for me as a woman, a psychodramatic, sexist, womanist, bohemian artist. I really appreciate everybody coming along. This is like an experimental vibe. I am giving you my perspective of what's been going down in San Francisco, flavoring it with some celebrity stories. I'm only in San Francisco since the 1980s, so what do I know about it, right? I know that's my intro thing. Uh, what do I know about it? Well, today is a very interesting show. Dr. Bill Cosby has been released from prison. He was in prison for two years on a 10-year sentence, and we've got those $60,000 a year junkie tents. So let's get into the show. First, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about race here, and I hope everybody Stays along. I hope listeners don't drop out because of this. But if you do, there are billions of people in the world. And one thing I know as a biologically born genetic black woman and the best friend, soulmate, and widow of a white man, I spent my formative adult years as a biological black woman at the side and living with a white man. So when people try to give me this stuff and say, Oh, America isn't racist or everybody's on the same level everything is fair all i can say about that from my personal lived experience is lies lies and more lies um racism seems to be the american condition racism to me i see it as somebody who thinks they're better than someone based on their race like uh you think you're better than somebody because they're a different race than you that i it's as simple as that. That's my definition. Now, Bill Cosby, for me, I was raised, I don't remember time in my life when he wasn't around. I like want to give you the background. Oh, I want to say this from the beginning. I probably feel about Bill Cosby the way a lot of Jewish people feel about Woody Allen. Now, of course, he was not convicted in a court of law for being a freak. He obviously is slash was. He's very problematic. And I know a fair amount of Jewish people, and the majority of them have made no public comment about woody Woody Allen. no public comment they don't they're not on social media dissing him they're not saying, "Oh my God, I'm so disappointed they're not saying, "Oh my God, I hate him there It's mainly a wall of silence about Woody Allen, and that is their right so I'm bringing that up to say this: I was raised. On Bill Cosby. Some of you get hysterical who he's a rapist. I, I, I don't know what the man did. All I know is I believe in American law. It has benefited me believing in the court of law. I believe in police. I believe in the justice system. Now this is the same justice system that allowed George Zimmerman, who killed an unarmed teenager, Trayvon Martin, for no good reason, this is the same justice system that allowed George Zimmerman to go free. Let's just understand that, all right? San Francisco damn Daily Truth Bombs.
0: No Namby Pamby permission necessary.
1: This is the same justice system that is allowing hundreds of Honduran drug dealers to infest San Francisco, so much so we've got the biggest fentanyl death epidemic in America. 713 people died of drug overdoses, primarily fentanyl. That's right. We've got a district attorney who does not prosecute drug dealers because he says they are illegally trafficked. (laughs) Ha ha, Iro commie freak, illegally trafficked into the city and he doesn't want their families in the Honduras to be harmed. Okay, this is the same justice system we're talking about. This is the same justice system. George Zimmerman walking free killed an unarmed teenager and an elderly black male celebrity got released because the American justice system said he should be released. So that's where I'm at. All right, that's where I'm at. I believe in the law. I'm telling it to you straight. And I was raised on the art of Bill Cosby. I'm not defending any of his actions, I'm being for real. He had a show called I Spy. There was a black guy with a white guy, and he's like a spy. He was very suave. He's a spy international show. That was like pretty groundbreaking, like Diane Carroll. She was a black nurse on a show called Julia. And Nichelle Nichols was uh, the black woman on the original Star Trek. And I met her at Comic-Con a few years ago at Moscone Center here in San Francisco. I have a photo of she and I, and she and I had a personal conversation. I hold that very close to my heart. So what Bill Cosby did uh, for black people in America was, was pretty groundbreaking and outstanding. First he was the spy, then he started producing... And I'm not defending him. You notice, am I defending any of his actions? I'm telling you about his art and the impact it has had on black American culture. First, he was a spy, the suave guy. He didn't play. He didn't play the, uh, the buck. He wasn't shucking and jiving, very suave. Then he created a cartoon called uh, the, the uh, Fat Albert, and it was about black kids. Black cartoon with black kids that was pretty un- unheard of at the time. It was mainly white cartoon characters and little animal cartoon characters. So that there that is. Then he brought out his um, The Cosby Show, where he plays an uh, upper class doctor, and his wife is a doctor. So you've got a black family. Uh, so there's three things. And then he had a different world about black people in college. You understand where I'm talking about his body of work, like Woody Allen's body of work, two problematic men with important bodies of work.
0: We're allergic to free range, hyper
1: allergic control freaks. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone with Didi LaFrac. And the American justice system let him free. And I guess justice works, right, everybody? Justice works. Hey, shouldn't it work for black people? Problematic black people shouldn't. Isn't that what being an American is all about? It should work for everybody equally? I guess it does. Woody Allen never spent a day in jail. Harvey Weinstein is in jail. I expect he will be released. Kevin Spacey uh, hasn't been in jail. Elvis Presley living with a 14-year-old girl. He never went to jail. That's where I am about Bill Cosby. That's where I am. I'm not going to say, oh, my God, put him back in jail because, come on, people. Life isn't fair. Sometimes we black Americans, we get more crap thrown at us. Some of you who sit there, I don't believe that. I don't. If you say you don't believe that there is racism in America, I don't know what else to say to you. They're just like saying you don't believe that women get raped more than men. I don't know what to say to you about that. But that's my opinion on it. Hey, I hope he enjoys the rest of his life being a free man, walking uh, walking around. And by the way, this one last thing about Bill Cosby. Judge a person by their five closest friends. Judge a person by the people they're hanging out of. If you want to get a vibe, if you want to know who a person is, look at their friends list. Look at the people they're ha- uh, taking vacations with. They're hang- who is Bill Cosby hanging out with? Hugh freaking Hefner. They were best friends. Hugh Hefner, master pimp. Master pimp. Did Hugh Hefner ever go to jail for anything? Can you imagine how many women probably got raped and dosed at the Playboy Mansion? That was a whorehouse, y'all. All All right, I'm going to stick the pin on Bill Cosby. I said what I have to say. That's my statement about it.
0: This is sexist, womanist, bohemian excellence.
1: It's the San Francisco Dam Zone
0: with Didi Dee, Dee
1: Now we got these $60,000 junkie tents. New listeners are already defined a junkie as somebody who cannot stop taking drugs from the Cambridge Dictionary. San Francisco has a junkie problem, not a homeless problem. We've got a rogue DA that is not prosecuting drug dealers. So the junkies follow the dealers. It's It's a real dystopian mess, however... From a distance, using a drone, San Francisco is gorgeous, so beautiful. So the commie freaks, yeah, that's what I said, commie freaks at San Francisco City Hall. By the way, this is a one-party city, Democratic rule for over 59 years, okay? Can't blame Republicans for nothing to do with San Francisco. These freaks have the scam going where there are so-called safe sleeping areas. It's basically junkie concentration camps. Junkie refugee camps, the worst junkies in America, they all come to San Francisco because they know they can play the system, get a welfare check, get a social worker. They know where the drugs are. They can buy their cheap fentanyl. They come here to die, basically. They come here to die. So the commie freaks at City Hall has a nonprofit scam, the Homeless Industrial Complex. They have what's called safe sleeping villages and parking lots and concrete places. There's one right in the middle of San Francisco, right across from San Francisco City Hall, a junkie concentration camp where it costs $60,000 a year for a junkie to live in a flimsy human doghouse tent. They give them three meals a day. They have access to showers. And you know what they do? They can come and go. They go... They buy drugs, they get high on the streets all over San Francisco, come back and crawl into their flimsy human doghouse tent. $60,000 for that. The link, so you can read that story, it's gone viral. I'm glad San Francisco gets shamed, these viral news stories. I love it. This city needs all the embarrassment in the world. The link to the $60,000 junkie tents is in the description box. Otherwise, what's going on here in San Francisco? You've now got people that are, these people are slow here. They are not liberal. They are lenient. They are not liberal at all. The only thing they're liberal about is their sexuality. They're a bunch of uh, segregated, lying, racist that have been faking. And with the COVID, we had the very strong, overhanded COVID draconian lockup. All the juice got squeezed out of the orange of San Francisco. Now we've got a dehydrated city. It's more gray. It's still pretty. I mean, you walk around San Francisco. It's gorgeous. Bunch of junkies on the street, bunch of dealers. Crime is off the hook. It's a sucker, soft, super soft, weak city. Criminals come here. The dystopian shopping, it's a mess. New listeners scroll. Look at the subject lines over 500 shows. What's going on in San Francisco? People are coping. It's still pretty. You can walk up and down a, a nice hiking trail. You can go and get good and high, go buy some weed, go buy some fentanyl, go have a plate of $100 food, go pick up a transsexual hooker of both genders, male to female, female to male. You can get high, eat, but you need that money for San Francisco. You need that money. It's gotten more expensive. So that's what's happening in San Francisco, besides the fact that I love that it's cloudy and gray and kind of cool because that brings the freak factor down on the sidewalk just a notch. All right, everybody. I appreciate you listening to the special show today. I hope I made sense when I talk about race because I don't like when people try to play those games with me, especially white people that are kind of monocultural or other people of color that are more assimilated and they want to be more white adjacent and lie about the reality of America's racial problems. Thank you for listening. I love you. Guess what? I'm Didi LaFrac. I trust my vibe. San Francisco. Damn.